Fitter and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert and very noisy race announcer from fitness.com and welcome to the fitness show. So as many of you have seen and I can see the numbers starting to jump, I've got two very noisy men on my show tonight, which I am very excited about. Not only are they ultimate professionals, but I love them. They're super fun. They're two of my favorite friends and this is a real score for me. So, um, I'm just going to shut up and I'm going to invite noisy man number one. Welcome, John Pelkey. Welcome. I, I, uh, I, you know, I get yelled at for being noisy in my house. My wife will, will hit me with um, uh, talk less or uh, inside voice quite a bit. I feel like maybe she just doesn't appreciate that special side of you. I think she doesn't appreciate uh, outdoor drama level volume in an indoor setting. And, uh, and I'm working on it. I'm trying. I'm a, I'm a flawed man, and I'm trying to be a little quieter when not doing a race with you. Fair enough. Well, with me, I hope you are never, ever quiet. No, no I'm going to yell all the time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So we just got off an incredible weekend announcing the St. Pete Pier Run together. You know what? It's just, and both you and I were talking about St. Petersburg, and we, you know, you've been in Florida, you know, essentially Florida native. I've been here since I was in my twenties, so seven, eight years. Rimshot, anyone with the rimshot with the okay? Uh, for I've over thirty years, and oh. yep, St. Petersburg. The demographic over there has changed. It is a vibrant place to do anything, and it is a great place to go on a on a run. Yeah, and the thing we were talking about is where other cities around the country are kind of falling apart and de being becoming decrepit shells of who they formerly were. The St. Pete, Tampa area is just getting nicer and nicer. They're investing in um, the cleanliness, the architecture, the atmosphere and attitudes there. It's just beautiful. Vibrant art scene over there as well. Great museums. It really is. Uh, you know, it, it, it is no longer just a place for... Uh, for people in their 70s and above to go hang out. There's great, great places for people 70 and above and above to hang out, but there's a lot of other stuff going on over there. And as as we were talking about during the race, it's 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 part of the whole city of champions, Tampa area, <laughs> where it, go, you'll run your personal best. Everybody gets a championship. That's in right. Tampa. Everybody leaves with some sort of ring. Yeah. That's isn't it weird? I mean, right. The fact that Tampa is going for their second ho hockey title just... Um, well, having interviewed a lot of hockey players, you know, you can get a lot of talent to Tampa because those guys like to play golf. And mm -hmm. if you're playing in Montreal or Vancouver, your golfing time, it's a little diminished, frankly. Right, they're like, oh, I could go in here or I could go to Florida. Basically, everybody... I, I think everybody wants to come to Florida only half of the people are willing to admit it. <laughs> well, I, I had no choice. Uh, I guess I had a little bit of a choice, but my father retired. I grew up, as you know, in a D.C. area and retired and moved to Florida. And that is the law. If you live in the middle Atlantic states, that's you, you have no choice. You may get you may get a pass to go to Arizona or a couple of other city, cities around the country, somewhere right. in uh, not city states around the country. But at the time in the mid 80s, when my dad retired, you had to go to Florida. So I thought, I lived here my whole life. Let's go to Florida. I was yes. ahead of the curve. Only thing ever. Yeah. So both of my parents came from New York and I am, as you have mentioned before, one of the only 17 people actually born in this state. I always assumed that you were not allowed to be born in Florida. And I had always uh, made the comment at races. Mm -hmm. People may have heard me say this before. I assumed that uh, a woman who was about to give birth was put on a boat and at least taken to international waters, if nothing else, that because I have met you know, seven, eight Florida natives in my entire life. It's exciting to be one. It's, it's, it's me and then my kids and there's a few <laughs> of others, but um, the others are in hiding. So um, the other thing about St. Pete is we've got two incredible races that we do together. We have the St. Pete Run Fest in November, which yep. is, I mean, that came out of nowhere. These guys, Ryan and Keith Jordan just showed up and said, hey, we're going we're gonna to put on races. And then they hit it out of the park from the get-go. Um, oh my gosh. And and just to pause, John, I have to stop and acknowledge we have so many friends chiming in. 
Um, and anyone else out there watching, feel free to use the comment section. Say hi. We got Susie Lee. So this is great. Susie lives in Tampa. She followed me out to Arizona in March to run a race. Then she showed up at Gasparilla, showed up again this weekend. That was a lot of fun. Um, Lori Weiner. Uh, one of my favorites. I love seeing uh, Lori at Run Disney races. One of the reasons I'm happy as a Run Disney race host that those have come back. I'm going to get to see a lot of my friends that I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, it's uh, it's all about the people, right? And here you go, announcer number three. Congratulations. <laughs> I never move up the list. I'm always announcer number three. If they bring somebody, if they get rid of somebody and bring somebody in, they're going to come in above or below me. But announcer number three, that is my niche, people. That's right. It's, it's important to know who you are. Um, there's another one. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, Pam comes to Florida. Look, we are now an attraction in Florida. That's the thing is we're now an attraction. We are like Disney World and Bush Gardens in the beach, John and Fitz. How about that? I am less expensive than all of those, except maybe the beach, which is free and why it's amazing. All right, announcing number three, slightly above the beach. So we have mystery guests too, John. So sometimes, as you know, StreamYard chooses, chooses not to reveal the identity of some of our commenters. So mystery Facebook user, hello to you. In my old podcast, uh, StreamYard would decide not to uh, not to feature me from time oh. to time. And just, yeah, I would just, they just drop me out. I think it was, the, the, the Matrix was just saying, no, we've had enough. I'm so sorry. So nobody, no one ever wins John's old car at races. Do okay, I, I have to credit Riley Claremont for that one. Uh, Ren, Ren Disney race host is uh, he always it, it it is his greatest desire in life to give away a 1978 Buick LeSabre. Um, for some reason, even though he doesn't have one, and he promotes that all the time, and we have to shout him down and say it's not. I want I want someone to sue Ron Disney over that and be like, "Hey, he promised." <laughs> oh, please don't give anybody don't give anybody that idea. Good lord, the national pastime suing. It's such a funny lawsuit. So I'm game for that. Okay, so this weekend was yes, we had a four miler on the Fourth of July, which was very special. But we kicked off the weekend with a great expo, a music festival, and we started with. The pie eating contest, which I was so excited about that because of all the things that I've emceed in my entire life, I've never emceed an eating contest. And as everyone who's ever seen me at a race realizes, I am much more of someone of the physical stature who would emcee eating contests. <laughs> um, but you took the lead in that, and you actually, as someone who I have to think somewhere in your fitness mind, you're like, that's a lot of whipped cream to really be eaten in one place. <laughs> but it was a blast. It was a blast. I'm actually quite unsure why I was assigned. Our race director, Ryan Jordan, it was like, Fitz, you're in charge of the pie eating. Like, okay. <laughs> I think there was the fear that I might dive into one of those pies head first, frankly. Right. The other threat was me being like, only eat half a pie. It's too much pie. <laughs> Oh, it was. Uh, I'm sorry. I wanted. I would. Uh, I'm, I'll send this out to anybody who produces eating contests. I, I'm your Huckleberry. Yes. I, yeah. And you did great. So we had um, so many pies, and the pies were really just a, a formed crust right. filled with an enormous amount of whipped cream. <laughs> enormous and, amount. Um, we just started asking, like, does anyone want to do the pie contest? And we gathered 10 people on the spot, half from the marching band that was playing for us. Absolutely. The Police Athletic League uh, percussion and... Uh, and uh, uh, they school marching band as well. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they took part. We had some people. We had a couple of people who were very excited about it. And we had a couple of people who... Let's just be honest, Fitz. Not their first eating contest. Not their first eating contest. And we did require hands behind your back, whole face in the pie. And uh, obviously some people... No stranger to that position. That's right. And I want to credit you with that because I believe it was you out of the blue, but blue that was like, they can't use their hands, right? And this was all like from the hip, made up these rules on yep. the fly. But I think you were the no hands suggester. Yeah, I, well, first of all, it's, it's much, much funnier. Someone had asked that. I just think, you know, grabbing the pie, the, the problem that I was going to have with that was grabbing the pie with your hands could directly lead to a food fight. And knowing that I was going to have to be out there all day, um, Sadly, soaking wet at some point in the day, which actually made the day a silly and fun to uh, the nth degree that I just did not want to get hit with a big uh, ball of graham cracker crust and cool whip. Well, that was so funny. I didn't even think about that. I just uh, was focused on our, our athletes. And then I, I said the pie eater set go, which was 
a very <laughs> awkward thing to say, but halfway through the first wave, we had two waves. It was five and five. And actually yep. the second wave had a fifth participant, but he was about four and he tapped out right at the get go. So I think he thought he was just getting a pie to go. That's <laughs> sort of what he was thinking in the whole, cause he'd heard that the winner gets a pie and that was what the winners got were pies. And he was four and he did everything he could to get to that seat at the table. And then once the pie eating started, he's like, well, I'm, I'm not an animal. I'm not going to eat this pie with my face. <laughs> not like you monsters. That's right. <laughs> so the first five and I, I would say the um, surprise winner. Well, before we get to the winner, this was my favorite comment is they start eating and it's maybe going on for 30 seconds. And John comments is that, so-and-so's strategy is to eat from the inside out. <laughs> started in started in the middle. I would have thought you would have started from the edge. Again, you know, I was color commentating this whole thing. I thought <laughs> you're going to start from the edge, but started from the middle and then eating to the edges. And then the thing that I hadn't thought about as a strategy for the pie eating without hands is you have to then move the pie tin with your teeth. <laughs> um, it, it is, it is, it's a learned skill. Let's just say that. Very impressive. And we did get extra points for athletes who had the most whipped cream on the face, I think it was uh, Najee on the side, definitely was a superstar as far as coverage. But our surprise winner was um, Betsy. I think Betsy was about a 50-ish year old female whose yep. husband was so proud of her. And and yeah, she came out with a skin nose. <laughs> she did. And it's funny because it was the, it was the tortoise and the hare a little bit because a couple of folks just went whole hog. In fact, at one point, I thought Najee was going to eat through the pie tin into, <laughs> into the table because he was going at it and an early leader. Um, but uh, Betsy just, she just kept at it. There was no stopping, you know, because in eating contests, you get that point, you get to that point where you see somebody, no matter what the contest is, you get that point where somebody's stomach is saying, I'm not really sure I want to continue with this. And you got a little bit, Betsy didn't have any of that. She just stayed with it like a machine. No, and her husband was all like, Betsy, Betsy. <laughs> well, because he knew that the pie she was getting was all going to be for him. I mean, it was, she wasn't eating any pie. 35 years married, and that's probably the highlight is we provided that. And then you're right, as some of the pie athletes, they got that look on their face like, <laughs> throw up. And then that made me almost gag a little bit that they were eating. But I got to say, perhaps this could be one of our new things is uh, color commentary on the ground food eating competitions. Listen, there, there's a there's a whole cottage industry there. Cottage cheese industry. <laughs> if you like bad dad jokes that uh, we, we could certainly be a part of. There absolutely no doubt. Uh, and it, the spectators, too, I, I thought were uh, it, it was less disturbing to them than like the 75 hot dogs that Joey Chestnut has to eat to win. Yeah. Um, much more enjoyable. So I recommend the graham cracker crust. Let's start there. That's going to be much more uh, delicious than your basic and easier to eat, frankly, than your basic pie crust. And then just the slathered on whipped cream. It just makes it very, very funny and entertaining. And some of the contestants had actually come up. They're like, well, what kind of pie is it? <laughs> Oh, right. blueberry yes, apple no. I will have to admit, I asked that, and the main reason that I asked that in the beginning was because if it was uh, banana cream, it might have been a sixth competitor. <laughs> or I might have had to at least demonstrate how you should eat the pie. That's fair enough. I bet Ryan Jordan, Ryan Jordan is possibly kicking himself over not knowing that in advance because right. that would have been uh, an exciting moment. And then our second wave champion was... I, I feel like we would have bet money on this guy who was big and burly with a big beard. And he, his, Brian, but he liked to go by Brad Pitt, the other the Brad Pitt. The other Brad Pitt. And then your commentary on the beard was that? I, well, I thought he, he was going to get the most out of his uh, experience because he, there was going to be graham cracker and whipped cream in that beard for probably days. And uh, so he was really going to reap the benefits of that. Um, he did. He had like a Civil War general beard, too, people, if you're thinking it's not, you know, it was well down to, to chest and great looking beard, great looking, burly, big dude. And to your point, we kind of had him uh, eyed as the favorite, though, I will say uh, that team gave him a run for his money. Yes, it was highly competitive, but I also think it might be fun to be Brian, a.k.a. Brad Pitt's romantic partner, because... What a surprise treat, right? Yeah. Are you, if, do you go by Jennifer or um, what's uh, who's Bra Angelina? Uh, Angelina. Yeah. There's so many former Brad Par uh, Brad Paramours that uh, 
yeah, I think that that might be a, a, a fairly uh, fairly comfortable seat to sit in. Yeah, that could be an erotic thing he offers now to the ladies <laughs> or the guys, whichever. But he may coat that beard with some sort of sweet treat. And, mm. you know. I, just as somebody who deals with this small beard of mine right now, the level of stickiness that must have been happening in the 130% humidity that we had that day, <laughs> walking around with the bits of uh, graham cracker crust in the beard. <laughs> hey, you know, it's a holiday weekend. It was a holiday indeed. Okay, so we finished up the pie eating contest and then we moved directly into the 40 yard dash. Which was, first of all, a great event. You paid to be a part of it and every penny of your $10 you paid to be a part of it went to a great cause. If it was, a, uh, if you were an adult, someone above drinking age, because there was a, there was a wine uh, glass filled with wine filled. at at the end, if uh, if you could beat uh, the uh, Jim Jenkins, the lawyer, who uh, the whole conceit was, you had to beat his time. And I wish we had a picture of Jim right now to show people. You know, and Jim Jenkins, actually, I don't even think you had to beat his time. I think you just got the wine glass. Oh, you did. The conceit was, we said, you have to beat his time to get it. And then we just gave the wine glass to yes, everybody. And anyway. Jim Jenkins, oh, before I even knew he was the attorney that sponsored our, our event, as he strolled by previously, I shouted out something great about his mullet. <laughs> World-class mullet. Oh, your mullet, dude. <laughs> he like a Danny McBride mullet and then a onesie with pink flamingos on it. And Frank, full disclosure, if pink flamingos are involved, I'm your Huckleberry. I will be there every time. So we, yeah, we recognize, you recognize him, called him out ahead of time. We thought he looked great. And then he turned out to be kind of the, uh, he was the mascot or the driving force, I should say, behind the 40-yard uh, the dash. So if you're an adult and you ran the 40-yard dash, your money went to the St. Pete Free Clinic. That's right. Which was outstanding. And then if you were not of uh, adult drinking age, it went to American Cancer Society of Pediatric Cancer. Uh, and that, you know, among all the things that we do, and, and I can be as uh, flippant about stuff as, as right. anybody, but uh, the amount of money that is raised for charities through any weekend running event is remarkable. And that was just a lot of fun and a lot of brave people, because as mentioned before, the weather did not cooperate with sprinting on concrete, <laughs> torrential downpours. At so times. we had 100 athletes from the ages of one to like 50 something. I mean, how old are you, John? That's so rude. I am three days over my 57th birthday. Happy birthday, Hanson. You look a day over 56. <laughs> I'm not. I'm three days over 56. So that's why I don't look <laughs> We did have all sorts of grown-ups, and sprinting scares me. I, I always feel like the hamstring's going to go. Yeah, and there's this whole thing about when, and I learned this uh, having tried to sprint, and I ran track in high school, and I was not a great athlete, but... When you get to a certain age, not 100% of your body travels at the same speed through <laughs> space. And uh, sadly, what seems to happen is that your upper body accelerates faster than your lower body. And that can facilitate you finding yourself on the ground face yeah, yeah. first. <laughs> and uh, that I have a fear of that as well. Yeah. So... You got the fear of this, but as these athletes are going there, uh, Jim was 6'6", and then Cole, who is a pediatric cancer survivor, he had maybe 6'3". Yep. And then John goes, uh, this this man right here, John, he goes, I can break six. I just didn't know you like, can. I, I think I could run a sub 640. I can do it. <laughs> can't. Now, I, what I found was I could not do it in the, in the shorts that I was wearing, Right. Uh, on wet concrete. Uh, my conditions, it would, this would have to be, I would be the football player who needed the workout, the combine workout at my college uh, with my track and all of that. I could not do it on that track, but I do think I could break a sub 640. Perhaps That's with those special shoes, the carbon plated footwear, that was also what you're missing. So John's like, I can do it. So I just say, okay, John, it's your turn. Everyone's watching and John maybe take, I mean, you took about 10 steps and I thought, Oh my God, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then he yeah, fixed string tear and then leaned over the. Well, if, if, 
the main thing was my shorts because I because I'm going to give myself a little credit. I've lost a little weight, and those shorts yeah. were not. I didn't have a belt on, and they're not quite as tight as they used to be. But uh, the thing that I didn't tell you was that I had a quadricep that was like, "Don't take one more step." Okay. If you take one more step, pal, it's going to be you're going to be the cliche like fifty something guy who signs up for the softball league and makes contact with the ball, and then one step out of the box trying to get to first. Yeah. tears something and basically never plays a sport again. I can see that was coming. That was coming. Well, I, I actually feared something like that might happen. So I was yes. happy to see that you, <laughs> you you chose a different. I may have to train for a 40 though. Although had your pants fallen down, that also would have been something we could have laughed about on the show. So, Well, I, I, there was a theming thing going on there uh, because uh, I had an opportunity to work for the NBA for a few months during the season in Tampa. I actually had NBA themed underwear on. So I could have used it maybe, maybe for some sort of uh, career enhancing promotional yeah. moment. But as you know, Fitz, I am, I, I, I do nothing to advance my like career. The, like the ambassador. I know. Raptors. Is there like a dinosaur on your toes? You're like, eh. it was, no, they were just straight up NBA. So it wasn't even team centric. So I, I appealed to the whole league. I think I really missed a marketing opportunity. I do frankly. think so. I think perhaps we may reset that up in November <laughs> and cue the drawers dropping, cue the NBA logo with the dinosaur. I do think a raptor on your rear end would sway some sponsorships. Listen, if if there's a gig involved, you know me. Honestly, if it's a if it's a beef tongue eating contest or if it's Drop your drawers for an NBA uh, promotional video. Sure, let's go. I like that about you. It's good to be a gamer, especially when money's concerned. Pride is overrated, Fitz. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So In our business, clearly. <laughs> so pie eating, forty yard dash. John does not die. I was the wise one who decided. No, I'm not even going to pretend. And I bailed, but we did leave soaked. You were more soaked than I. You happened to be at the start line at a at an inconvenient time, but that was super fun. And then the four miler, what was your favorite part about the four miler, John? Oh, golly. My favorite part about the four miler, uh, as always, it, it was when I finished up the award ceremony because they always go on too long, no matter what, because you're trying to get, because not everybody shows up and you're trying to make sure people can hear you. And then it was out in the middle of the sun in the middle of the day. So I'm glad, glad that's over. But I, I think my favorite thing, and I think this goes to the races that we do in St. Pete, is that the vibe is always such a positive vibe there. And those sunrises on the bay in the morning when people are running are, are just are just terrific. And again, I haven't had an opportunity to do this since February of uh, 2020. And mm -hmm. I saw a lot of shirts I uh, from teams, uh, team in training, team red, white, and blue, team homes for your troops. As I said before, so many people running for a cause to raise money. It's so great. And it's such an American thing to do on the 4th of July. And full disclosure, a July 2nd baby, which was the day we actually declared independence. I don't know. July 4th gets all the love. Okay. But uh, I thought it was, it was a particularly great thing to do on the 4th of July. I also thought it was very smart to hold it to a four mile run because by uh, a little bit later in the morning, any, any mile over that four miles was going to get a little brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It was hotter than blazes. It was a beautiful morning. And I loved how the great majority of people came out in some sort of red, white, and blue oh, yeah. stripes. And, you know, on a, on occasion, things in our country don't look so beautiful, but when you get people to come and celebrate like that, it, it gives me faith. It gives me faith that there's more people that love the country than don't. Well, and, and here's the thing, too. I think things that happen over social media or on television or on radio, it's so very easy to just dial into your cynicism, no matter where your cynicism may be from. But when you're together with a lot of people and you have a positive vibe that like that, you do sort of realize, you know, political differences, philosophical differences, religion, team differences. God knows, you know, we've seen right. people getting screaming matches with the team. It kind of falls to the wayside. And it certainly did. The only downside for that for me was everybody was wearing kind of the same patriotic stuff. So it made it much harder for me to pick out things they were wearing and make fun of. Oh, yes. We, there, was, there was not a lot to make fun of. 
Yeah, and I mean, make fun of him in the way that I'm relatively self-deprecating that, but you love to pick out something that somebody's wearing because not everybody's going to get their name called at the finish as hard as you try. So it's great to pick out somebody who has something on and make okay. it, make a joke about Let's it. Let's take a backseat because there were some people. There was Mrs. with the cat on her shirt with that's in Meowica. There there were a couple of me. There were more than one Meowica shirt. Meowicas, and there was a bunch of Murricas. It's nice to be able to shout out Murica on the microphone. Why did they hate the other vowel? I don't know. It's, no, it's too many vowels in the name. Merka. More rugged, a little more southern, I think, to throw out the most. I saw someone actually near me here in Florida who had one that said Florica. <laughs> it's Florica, right? No, everyone Florica. wants to be Florica. Florica is like the place to be. I get that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The, it, 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 it really, I would say a solid 80% of people were wearing something that was very, very patriotic. And most of the other ones were wearing some of the great merchandise from the St. Pete uh, Pier run, which by the way, my wife, Jody said, I couldn't get through this without saying, so hopefully Ronald uh, will uh, hear this, is that she thought that the merchandise was the coolest looking merchandise from any run uh, running event that I've ever done. They have really nice swag. That's actually one of the things that they've done consistently well for all their races. I mean, of course, beautiful location, but then the swag is crazy. The medals are beautiful the shirts the runners get, but then yep. when you go into the little store, there's something they boosted because the first year I don't think they really had anything. I did just some and, t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. I didn't take the time to go shop and, and I, as if I, I need more race stuff. Like I need a hole in the head, but <laughs> it was so cute. I was like, I could have one of those things. I got to go get one. And then I didn't, but yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I really wanted these because usually you get something and you wear it for the event. And then, you know, you it's nice to have an extra t-shirt, throw an older one away or something. But this is one. And I was wearing them and my, and my wife, Jody's like, that's really cool. You can, you can wear that as, as like a fashion statement. So come on, got that going for us now. Thanks to mother nature and all the rain because our first shirt, a staff <laughs> shirt was super soggy. We were gifted second shirts. So we were, not we were, and my, me, but it's nice to have two. And if any, and, and anybody who was out there who, as I, we joked about that, our clothes being soaked, um, my shirt from day one is still not completely dry. So, so you have a dryer time. Yeah, I do, but I've only worked like three times in a year. I can only run it like once every other Thursday. The electric bill will just go through the roof. Well, speaking of electric bill, my AC, I think, is dead right now. Ooh. No, I, had, I tried to call the other day. We were getting a service. So now you could just come hang your shirt in my house. Perhaps. <laughs> and uh, that may work out well. All right, John. So two things. We're going to be moving past um, this race. But Epic Weekend, everyone has to go to stpeterunfest.com. Yeah. And for November, come see us second weekend of November, and then we'll be at the pier again next year. And I tell you, that one is the weather is obviously cooperates a little more. It's generally a little cooler there. And that start line when the sun's coming up first thing in the morning over there uh, down near the Dolly Museum where we start is just beautiful. It's just beautiful. This is great. And I have a feeling if I know Ryan and I, I clearly know him, he's hired me. Right. Um, if I know Ryan, uh, he's now added a second race. Probably not going to be the last, to be for, quite frank. Right. You know what? When they first came to Florida, because they had moved from the Northeast, they were they were talking about a marathon. So I think that eventually St. Pete Run Fest will include a marathon. It'd be great. And, and it should. I, I highly recommend that to anybody in the running community. It's, uh, you know, like it's only a few years old and not as well known as some other races. But I, I assure you, you will have a great time at St. Pete Run Fest, whether you come for the four miler, for the July, or if you come in November, the regular race. That's right. All right, John. So we are going to go quickly to the lightning round. So I like doing lightning rounds. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Uh... <laughs> okay. Oh, and also, I almost undid my braids and put in a headband so I would have the same hairdo as you. See that? That was that was one of the great things. You know, a lot, just, the quarantine is going to be those one of the things we look back on, and it's going to be fun to talk about in ten years and stuff. And that was the one I did the thing that uh, a, a lot of guys my age did, which was like, I'm just not going to cut my hair. I am not going to cut my hair until I have to. I've always had to wear my hair short, work for Disney, Universal, grew up in the 80s when it was preppy. Your hair was always short. So I spent about a little over a year without getting a haircut. Now, I have trimmed it since, but I'm staying with this longer look. I think it makes me look thinner. For sure. Yeah, for sure. That's one of those pointers I give on fitness.com is grow your hair longer. And horizontal sure. stripes. Waste. <laughs> That's right. Makes you look better. So, uh, Mansoda. Uh, 
Bill recommends. Mansoda keeps you younger. So I, I, I certainly took part in that, uh, a, a little bit of that for 4th of July. And it's another part about St. Pete Run Fest. The after parties and the, uh, and the offerings during the uh, expos, great. You've got a lot of great choices for food, drink, fun, great music. A lot of fun. So there was Mansoda. Yes. And potential pies. Okay. All right. All right. Lightning round. All right. He's ready. Favorite movie? Uh, Mr. Smith goes, to, oh, no, sorry. Hard Day's Night. Okay. What's your favorite TV show you're watching right now? Uh, it's a show called um, uh, Last Tango in Halifax. It's an English show on Netflix. Um, who is your first celebrity crush? Marie Osmond. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. She, she still looks great. Adorable. She does. She's a uh, spokesperson for like Nutrisystem or something. Um, what is your favorite genre of music? Classic rock. Favorite band? Or the Rolling Stones. If you, so I, I mean, I ask, I, I have a lot of endurance athletes on this show, John, <laughs> which I respect you are not. So if you were going to go for like a six mile drive, we'll say, <laughs> you have to listen to the same song over and over. Only one song. What song is that going to be? Uh, I can only listen to one song um, over and over for six months. Well, it's, it's funny that you ask that. I'm going to be a little, a little longer than the lightning round because I found a mix because I have started working out again and trying to get a, be a little bit into better shape. And I found a mix called Angry Workout. And anytime I have to work out, I'm incredibly angry. So there's a Machine Gun Kelly song called Bad Mother. Mm -hmm. And that song uh, will, will get me going. And also there's a song by Fort Minor called Remember the Name. And it, none of them, don't let your kids listen. No. They're, they're not good that way. Um, but those two will get me fired up. Okay, Bad Mother Blank, I can remember. From uh, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. It's, and I think Kid Rock is on it too. It's really, really funny. And, uh, but it is, it's got a really great energy about it. And if you are on your elliptical, and look at this, look at that. There's one right there. Uh, if you are on your elliptical, it's really great for, uh, for hanging your bathing suit on when it needs to dry. Uh, uh, put that song on Bad Mother mm, by Machine Gun Kelly, and I assure you, you're going to work out harder. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download it later. Are you a sweet or a salty guy? Salty, 100%. Okay. What's your favorite part about working with me? Uh, the, the laughs. Yeah, on, or, on and off stage, we laugh. Sometimes the offstage ones we, we really we shouldn't tell people about uh, inappropriately having fun. Uh, but when you're, I would you have to get up at four forty-five in the morning if you're mm -hmm. not laughing with the person that you're working with, you're in the wrong business, frankly. Hey John, there's been a couple of people I've worked with that aren't as fun, and I agree it's not. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, and on and on. I always said this, and again, you know, I, I can be as cynical and and uh, tongue in cheek with stuff that I say, but you know, these the people who get out there, and, and I am not a distance runner. I'll I can run, I do a couple of miles and stuff, but the people who get out there, put in their time and money and logistically to show up at one of those things, they deserve to have people with a good, positive, fun yep. energy. You've got certainly you at some, and I know Fitz, you do a lot more races than I do. And you have those world class athletes that you know are looking at you like, just shut up. I yeah. want to run. Yeah. And that's not necessary. That those are not the people we're here for. So have some fun, laugh, be able to laugh about yourself and about everything that's going on and uh, have a positive attitude. And my wife is probably listening, going, You don't have a positive attitude when I talk yes. about yard work. You mostly do. I do. I do, actually. You mostly do. Um, John, what's your favorite? Now, this is might be hard. But what's your favorite healthy food? Um, my favorite healthy food. Well, I like all food. You you would be hard pressed to find a food that I don't like. Um, but I think my favorite healthy food would be. I like almost all vegetables. Asparagus is my favorite vegetable, so I'm going with asparagus. Yeah, I have to ask the follow up question. You do you do you get do you smell like you died after? Oh, you absolutely. You have the asparagus pee. Absolutely, and I, and I I always think of that great scene in the funny movie Election where the girls eat asparagus and then set a timer to see how long it takes their urine to smell like asparagus. Yeah, I didn't have asparagus until about ten years ago. 
And then my friend cooked it for me at her house. I was like, oh, this is delicious. And I ate a whole bunch. And then I, I promise you, I thought I was dying. I thought, yeah. What has gone wrong? <laughs> you should be warned about that. And yeah. I knew about that because as a kid, I was a very picky eater. And uh, you'll appreciate this because we both have the same alma mater. And for you, that means school you graduated from. And for me, that means the one I went to for a while. Um, <laughs> go Gators. Uh, I was uh, I was really poor when I was in Gainesville. Now, my parents had money to help me out, but I kind of wanted to raise me very independent. And they helped me here and there, but I worked and all of that. And uh, I didn't have any money. And I, when I got there, I was older and all my friends were older. I was 21 before I actually went to school in Gainesville. And so I had these friends who were graduating every semester. I'd meet people who are my age and they were graduating because they're 21 or 22. And, you know, in a college town, people are graduating. They clear out all of their cupboards and everybody knew I didn't have any money. Oh, so they'd offer up food. So I learned to eat everything. I learned to love lima beans. Wow. Cold from a can. Wow, that's hungry guy talking right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but asparagus. Asparagus, <laughs> my favorite vegetable. Yeah, hands down. Delicious. But I do love all vegetables. Okay. And that's Even your, Brussels sprouts. What's your, what's your favorite unhealthy food? Uh, Italian sausage. Favorite sport to play? Uh, favorite sport to play racquetball. Oh, nice. And then favorite sport to watch? College football. College football. Yeah, me too. Me too yeah. I do love it so much. And and who's your favorite college football team? Uh, that would be the University of Florida. That's right. Thank okay. you very much. The one disparaging comment I got to make uh, at, at the whole thing was the woman uh, who won, one of the uh, lovely women who won one of the awards, top three in her division, was wearing a Florida State shirt. So I was able to call her name. And the minute she got to the podium, I asked her to please go that we were taking the award away from her. Oh and she thought it was funny. And then a whole people who were doing the at me for the rest of the a lot of that. Whenever I tell people I'm a gator, no matter where I am in the country, there's a, an enormous amount of chopping, chomping, and then there's that always that one chop. I know, but I'm a fan of college sports fans, so good for you. Keep keep it keep it coming. We we gators can put up with it. You can hate us and yell at us. We will we're fine. We'll see you at the national championship game. Oh, you got a question from Bill. I love this. If John could call a game with any announcer, alive or dead, who would it be? Uh it would be Keith Jackson. College football is Keith Jackson, Alabama. Oh, down there with the big uglies. Okay. <laughs> or maybe, or or Harry Carey too would be great doing baseball because baseball is an announcer. You get to just have conversations with the pace of the sport. So Harry Carey would be fun too. Good choices. I think I would go with Kirk Herbstreit just because he's so hunky. So and he's a good dude. I have interviewed Kirk Herbstreit on a couple <laughs> of occasions. He is a, he's a really good dude. And he's another one of those damned overachievers. He has like a law degree as well, so he can talk to you about anything. You did you swoon looking into his turquoise eyes like that? I, I got to admit, I got to admit, those eyes are. Um, I'm there may have been performance enhancing eye drops there because those <laughs> eyes were pretty <laughs> impressive. There's no uh, doubt. Definitely to performance enhancing bubble. So thank you, John, for being on my show. I love Thanks you for so, having much. Me. so much fun with you this week, and I can't wait till November. Yes, and hopefully I'll see you at some of the Run Disney races. And anybody who uh, is going to take part in any of those or Run Fest, please stop by and say hello. I don't have a hashtag or any of that because I'm a 57-year-old man and I still have a VCR that's flashing 12, 12, 12. Uh, so that's my level of technology. But uh, it, it will be great to see everybody. And it was a great weekend. Thanks for having me on. And say hi to the, to the other guy who's coming on. I, I know him too. I shall do it. All right, John. I love you. Give Jody a kiss for me. Love you too. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right. That was super fun. Let's see if we can top it. My other noisy man in my life. Here he comes. Look, he's like, oh, the other one. Rudy Novotny. I can't hear you. This is sad. I can't hear you. Poke your thing in further. Can you hear me now? Now I can. Following John Pelkey, really? Never again. No. Never again, no. He's too good. He's too funny. I love the uh, performance enhancing eye drops. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of good stuff. So, you know what? One of the things I think is that um, my favorite part of Run Disney Races when you guys were working together is just you two, because you two with the big voices uh, and then the big senses of humor. I could just sit there after I was done running in the VIP tent and listen to you to go on and on and um, just such a fun time. 
Yeah, I, I miss working with John. He is uh, he's so fun and uh, he's hysterical. I mean, the guy is just just go, go, go. Uh, he's and he's also, you know, I want to I want to give him credit. I, I'd love to know that he was still watching. Um, he's probably one of the hardest working announcers I've ever worked with. That guy just gives it all from start to finish. Um, and uh, he's he's so much fun. Good guy. Good guy. Good stuff. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. And and we did go tip for tap this weekend. There was no like, I, he just is, he's all in. He's all oh, yeah. in. Yeah. And so super funny. So moving on to you, we just made a big announcement last week. I, uh, I, I was brought in this year to announce Gasparilla, which is an iconic event that you and I have both kind of drooled over for a very long time. And super grateful Susan Harmeling thought it would be a good idea to invite me. And uh, fortunately, within about, I don't know, an hour of being at her start line on day one, she came over and she said, we need you to come back next year. And mm -hmm. I was very grateful for it. But, you know, I, I, I said, I have some ideas. And we definitely do have some ideas that we're going to add to um, Gasparilla. And, and Susan, one of the greatest things about her is not only the fact that she has managed this Goliath of an event so well and I mean again Gasper was beloved but she's very open to new things and so I reached out I said so half, this is my most important idea is <laughs> the other half of Team Noisy you know if you love what I do you will go crazy over what we do and um, she she heard us together on video and it was instantaneous please well. ask me to reserve our weekend I did my major happy dance when you called me and told me that I was on. <laughs> That's right. And that was instructed, right? It was, I need to stand up. That's right. I actually had to stand up and prove that I could do the happy dance. So, yeah, I'm really excited about joining you for Gasparilla. But, a, uh, you know, I can't remember how many years it's been. It's, been, it's a long time, you know, event with serious loss. Very it, old. Yeah, I thought it was at least 40 something. And, um, I mean, it's been iconic in the in running history. There's been some amazing races run there. There's been some huge battles, but the most important thing about Gasparilla is the amount of fun that yes. is had there, and it's going to go over the top next year. So we've got plans. We've got plans. I'm really excited over pirates. Is that nerdy? Well, if if it is, uh, I'm I'm nerdy too. I mean, you know, I'm not like a big dresser upper, other than all the Disney experience, you know, I had there, which was super fun. But my very first Disneyland event, my, so my very first Disney event at Disneyland inaugural half marathon, full pirate regalia. It was gorgeous. It was just so much fun, so much fun, and of course, a lot of and. <laughs> I completely overdid it that day. I got that weekend. I completely overdid it. I ended up not being able to speak for like two days. It was ridiculous and it was so much fun. Anyway. And worth yes. it. Pirates. Yes. <laughs> pirates. Yeah. So obviously we will have very fancy pirate outfits, but this is what I noticed about Gasparilla because I did some homework before is there were some people doing the pirate theme mm -hmm. clothes. And then this year with our hybrid event, there was certainly were a bunch of people who showed up as skulls and crossbones and you know Jolly Roger, Jolly Rogers and so forth. But next year we want everyone in pirate stuff. Everyone. Sure. You know, I mean I'm good with the whole theme, but uh, you know, the more pirates, the merrier. Oh, oh, oh. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's um beautiful. February in Tampa. And as you know, Florida is a little schizophrenic with our temperatures, but um, the weather's not going to be bad. Well, I guess the race has somewhat of a history of being warm, which I keep looking at, you know, February. I mean, late February. I mean, yeah, your weather is schizophrenic. So anyway. Easily also be 18 degrees. I I've been there for both extremes in February. So, uh, yeah, but, um, you know, it, it'll definitely be what it'll be. And we're going to have just the most incredible time. I want to see pirates and pirate wenches everywhere. 
yes, I will be the wench. I know so many people would think that was offensive, but I don't think anything that is, <laughs> is offensive. That's what pirates call each other, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pirate verbiage. It's not mine, not that's yours. Right. That's right. So, yes, come all the wenches, bring on all the pirates. We may have to we may have to run that past people before we uh, yeah probably wench out on the microphone. <laughs> or we're already in trouble. I don't know. Perhaps this is my show, so we can say the thing. Okay. Well, yeah, it's you know what a what a great weekend. Five k, fantastic classic distance. Fifteen k. 15K is a really, really good distance that's rarely ever offered. And then, of course, the half marathon. Nine something, correct? It's 9.3. Okay, okay, nine miles. And and so here's what I say about that to anybody who's run half marathons, and particularly if you've run a bunch of them. At about 9.3, you'd love to be looking at the finish line. Yeah. Bingo. 15K. Well, this is what I've always thought with my half is we can get hyper cranky until mile 10. If I could finish. Yeah. Right. It, you know, anywhere between 9 and 10, you know, 9.3, 10. What, that's, the, that's why a 10 miles is such a good distance, too, you know, because you're not getting cranky and, you know, having bad thoughts and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, 15K and a great half marathon. Literally, there's something for everybody. And, you know, and you, I know you and I have talked. You missed. We have an 8K as well. And then we have so many people doing all four races. So the race weekend is scheduled as such. So there's, I, I mean, there's so many challenges. It's, uh, I think there's three or four different challenges to choose from. But some people do like 5K, 8K, 5K half, 5K, 8K, 15K, 13 miles. So I forgot about the 8K. That's that's another unique distance, 4.96 miles. Metrically, it's like a five-miler. So what I say to anybody listening or anybody who hasn't been to Gasparilla, look at your look at your race past. And if you run the the 15K and the 8K, those are two distances you may not have ever run before. So it's a great opportunity to get not one, but two personal records. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So as we've been talking, I've been sharing a link to rungasparilla.com for everybody. And then if you register, we have two discount codes. Um, they're branded Fitness One and Fitness Two. So Fitness One, I believe, is for the 5K, 8K, and the individual races. And then Fitness Two is for the larger distances and the challenges. But listen, I don't have it all written out here. So what you do is you go in and you try fitness two first. If that doesn't work, then go with fitness number one. Yep, and that, uh, um, and then of course, those are good on the challenges too. Challenges look like they're gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, so they'll save $10 on the larger race registrations, including challenges, and they can, with fitness one, they'll save $5 on the shorter distance for single races. And then of course, you and I have been talking, we're, uh, we're trying to come up with something special for all the friends that come out and join us that weekend. Right. Uh, we, we, it, it's, it's to be determined, but we're going to come up with something. Yeah, this weekend in uh, St. Pete, I had gobs of people saying, we're skipping Princess and running Pirates with you. We're coming to Gasparilla. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd love to see just a massive crowd. You know, just a, yeah. a it's a great alternative. You know, I know a lot of people enjoy Princess. Um, it's a, a fun weekend, but I think what we've got here is something real special and it's going to be just over the top. Uh, yes. And Gasparilla is already, I think, 35,000 athletes over the weekend. I think 2022, we're going to blow it out of the water. It's going to be like a big cannon drops in the center <laughs> of Tampa. Cannons. Yes. More cannons. <laughs> More cannons. Yeah, and the other thing I really enjoyed is the opportunity for outdoor adventure there. So when I was in Gasparilla, uh, you can just get out on the water, even if it's cooler temperatures. There were aqua bikes and paddle boarding and canoes, and uh, there's just so much to do out there. It's beautiful. There's hotels galore. It's easy access to the race. So if you're coming from a few miles out or your home somewhere in Central Florida, you know it's not a nightmare to get to your start line. I'd like to try one of those aqua bikes. That looks like fun. Yeah. And that'll that'll keep me off the back of a jet ski when you're trying to kill me. <laughs> it's a jet ski. I'm a very good jet ski driver. 
Yes, you are. You're a superb jet ski driver. This is at least what I call myself. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm thrilled you're coming to Gasparilla. Thank you for saying yes. Oh, are you kidding me? It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, great time of year and a great race to add. And I love seeing, you know, I get to see a lot of my Florida friends and some of the East Coasters, you know. We already have a, we've got, we've had such a wonderful response. We already have a lot of people on planes. So, oh, yeah. So the uh, the airline should be very happy with us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Team Noisy is going to be in Gasparilla. So, Delta American gets a hit. So the other cool, I mean, there's a, they have an enormous expo, which is, is pretty incredible. I like the races where they do it big and they have all the sure, stuff, sure. all the fun activations, but Meb Kofleski is now a hometown hero in Tampa. So Meb is committed to Gasparilla. And uh, not only did he come out and stand at, on the course and at the finish line, both days, all day. I mean, really, he's fully committed to our athletes. Um, but they had a giveaway. I, I don't know if they're going to repeat it, but it was a drawing. And they took, I think, 20 different people got to have dinner with Meb, one on Friday night, uh, one group on Saturday. And what he did is he moved from table to table and had, so he had uh, hors d'oeuvres with one table and a, <laughs> a main course and dessert. And, and he's a sweetie pie. So that's, you know, another little treat. What a great prize. That's an absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I really like him. So Disney Bill, thank you so much, Rudy, for the advice you gave at Big Sur as it applies to any adventure. Take the time to turn around and look at the journey of travel. Oh, and, and Big Sur, that's, and, and you know what, let me tell you, that that Big Sur look back, that's not mine. That's just something that I wanted to make sure everybody heard that I heard that. I heard that when I ran my first Big Sur, when we had a uh, we, we, there was a panel or something that, like that. And they said, man, when you get to the top of Hurricane Point, look back at where you've just been. And so happy to share that. That's uh, Had you, uh, Did you do that? Did you ever get up there and look back? I know you're always running really hard. Uh, yeah, and I am running hard for me. And uh, no, but you have to look back, even just, even just a turn. And it's just that spectacular, particularly the Hurricane Point section of Big Sur, of course. Uh, let's not get... Don't get me started on Big Sur. <laughs> Forever we could go on. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about with, as you talk, I'm thinking about Heartbreak Hill at Boston. I, I actually haven't done the research to know how atrocious Heartbreak Hill is. It probably doesn't compete with Hurricane Point as far as intensity, but maybe it does. I don't know. No, it's, it's uh, you know, it probably, I would probably suggest taking a look at it, you know, on a topo. And and just being aware of it, it's it's absolutely actually nothing like Hurricane Point. Um, Heartbreak Hill is more of a step up, step up, step up. And and Hurricane Point is just. <laughs> Do you think perhaps ignorance is bliss, Rudy? Maybe I should just. Is that. <laughs> that Deal with it as it comes. There is a there is a very, very large uh, contingent out there that believe that that I'll take it as it comes. And uh, what I don't know can't hurt me. <laughs> so it's interesting now, people will say, <coughs> excuse me, when I tell them I'm running Boston, they're like, oh, you know, it may be really hot, or oh, you know, it may be really cold. And right. I do know that. And and what am I supposed to do about it now? You know, I'm, right. <coughs> I'm in Florida, which is like living on the sun. This is where I'm training. Trust me, Boston in October will not be hot compared to Florida in June and July. Uh, but yeah, it's weird. The people at like even when I was on chemo. Oh, when you get to the when you're done with chemo, the tamoxifen's really bad. And I just think like, why are you the naysayer? Why are you trying to bring me down? I'm doing my best. I will show up and I will get what I get. You know, I, I think of course that's the case. I, I think people all all mean well, but they tend to repeat their most dramatic piece they've ever heard about a certain situation or opportunity or challenge or whatever. Oh, I heard this or I heard that. So very weird. Wow, how about <laughs> be a little positive? How about you're yeah. going to have great weather and it's going to be lots of fun. Those hills are going to feel like nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 they'll probably feel like something, but you'll you'll do fine. Your training is going along so well. This girl is working hard. I am. Uh, I'm very proud of you. I'm very Thank proud you. of you. And I can't wait to uh, be going crazy as I'm tracking you. Uh, 
Well, well, oh yeah, that's a late start anyway. That's a late start. What yeah. o'clock is the first start? That's crazy, isn't it? What time? 10 a.m. is yeah. the, the first start at Boston. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. That's, I know, I know. So if it's hot, it's hot. So, but. I mean, Lord knows, and maybe I started at 11, so I might be looking at a 4 p.m.-ish finish, if I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. So this is very funny. As as I'm watching this, I'm closer to my screen than you are. So I have the pineapple head. I got the now. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> the depth perception. There you go. Everybody out there, let me know how much good your mind was. One of the moments, hopefully, we have nobody watching. <laughs> right. No, there's people watching. I see okay. the people. Hi, people. Okay. Rudy, you know I like the lightning round. Oh gosh! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but you've already done the other like I have to go ahead and here. go ahead and modify it or do whatever you want. Torture me. No, it's, it's good. It's so good. Okay, first of all, what's the best thing that you cook? The best thing that I cook is probably lobster, <laughs> which I know you don't eat, but but I. I love preparing lobster. I catch them myself and I cook them myself and I clean up after myself. And yeah, lobster. Ooh, that just went, I, try again. I said rave reviews you got. I, I get pretty good reviews for my lobster. Yeah, yeah. And But what is the rule when you catch the lobster? What do you have to do? You have to kiss them before you kill them. And say, what do you say? Um, I'm sorry. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, if you were to do a completely different career than one you've had, and I know you've had a bunch of different jobs and careers, what would you do? Mm, complete, completely different. Okay. I was going to say be an attorney. But that's but I've been, you know, kind of in that realm before, you know, so I, I mean, that's really that's in my heart of hearts is probably what I'd want to do is be a probably be defense counsel or something defense? like that. Oh, oh I, they, they wouldn't want me in the prosecutor's office. Well, they want me in the prosecutor's office. <laughs> right, exactly. That's why they need me in the defense. I think you would be an outstanding attorney. In fact, you're well, my legal guy. I'm I'm Rudy's tech guy, and he's my legal guy. That this is true. This is true. We provide uh, those needed services for each other. <laughs> uh, and by the way, so yeah, super sweet. Thank you for for being our friend too. The reason we love what we do is because of you and all of our other athletes, right? Oh, and a nice co nice comment. Very sweet. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then Martha, ah, oh, she said that she saw that she was talking about our head size difference. So. <laughs> 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 it's it's hard to miss when I'm like hi. <laughs> Giant. Don't Giant. do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Susan Mulatto says hello. That's <laughs> Aunt Susan. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Well, we should be. Did you didn't see Susan this weekend though? Did you? No, she was gonna come and she didn't. But Susan did the St. Pete Run Fest in 2019 after her fifth hip replacement, and. Now she's up, she's rocking it. She's doing so great. And so Susan, Rudy's having hip replacement in a few weeks and yeah, you're gonna do as well as she has. She's awesome. I hope so, I hope so. Right hip only Susan, but uh, I'm looking forward to it and uh, hoping to get back to running in, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll be 22, maybe, you know, late late 21, maybe early 22, we'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> miss Susan. So thank you for saying hi. And Susan's family, I love her. Um, okay. If what? Oh, here. Hold on. She's got. She said you're going to do fantastic, and you're right. He is going to do great. Thank you. Um, if you were to announce a race in another country, what country would be your dream country to start with? Mm. Wow. Okay. Well. You know, we've got our friend Alan in Croatia, the Dubrovnik half or something like that, that, that or 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 almost anything in Australia. Okay. Or any race in Hawaii. Not another country. 
I'm talking, oh, another country. I'm sorry. It had to be another country. Okay. All right. That's okay. Yes. To Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. I'd say uh, Croatia, Dubrovnik half in uh, Croatia or, uh, or anything in Australia or New Zealand, just that area. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My choice is Susan. She's been. Yeah. Yeah. She has family. Uh, they did a cruise. Um, uh, mine would be Ireland. Mm, so much. Mm, mm. That's uh, that, that would be fine. That would be wonderful. And you've told me so much. And, you know, I have family history there. My DNA is there. I can go, I can go look at my DNA. Where, where are the Novotnys from? Well, uh, we, have, we have very, very significant roots in Ireland and some in Spain. But mostly most, uh, Ireland and Czechoslovakia. That's what I thought. Czech. Czech, yeah. 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 Czech- I'd like to go to all those places. Yeah, yeah. Sign me up for all of them. I think I've been to about... 20-ish different countries, and um, Ireland was by far the most beautiful as far as natural resources go, and so green. But then St. Petersburg, Russia, oh my gosh, just amazing, popular with the architecture. But then yeah. Norway, I mean, yes, yes to all of them, right? Yes, let's go. <laughs> we are available. Hold on, let me check my schedule. It's open. <laughs> it's free. I found a spot. Um, what is your favorite sport to watch? Favorite sport to watch. Favorite sport to watch. A good track meet, a really good track meet. Uh, you know, of course, Olympic track and field, which is you know once every four years. Um, but uh, track's my favorite. I like watching football. I like watching football, and uh, and actually, I've been known to watch golf lately. Well, you know. It's it's kind of an odd thing. I I've, I played once, and uh, and it was it was okay. It was enjoyable. It's not my game, but uh, I I'm really I I wouldn't go out and play. But I think the people I see playing the pros are so incredible, and what they do is to me it's just unimaginable. I did take a ball that big and put it in a cup this big so way over there, <laughs> way over there. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's incredible. So, you know, that, that's more than one answer. But you know, track and field. I I just was just watching an NCAA. Even the even the replays are worth watching. And the uh, some of them are like, yeah, eight seconds and the race is over. Like, wow, yeah. that was great. <laughs> exactly. All I like the I like the distance events, but um, yeah, anything like that. Just an FYI, watching John Pelkey almost run the 40 yard dash was probably one of the most exciting things that has happened in my entire life. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. <laughs> you know, John, John's a giver. He's a giver and a goer. I, you know, I wouldn't put anything past him. <laughs> you know what? It's almost like having Jim Carrey at a sporting event. I mean, who the heck knows? What's yeah, yeah. Him, but, exactly. It's yeah. right. For that reason. Cause you never know what's going to come out and it's, <laughs> and it's always Good. It's always spot it's always, on. Yeah, and he's it, it, sorry. It's always something I wish I'd said. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He um yeah, he's like, I'm gonna break six seconds. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> he was so confident. So, anyways, it would have been awesome how we finished it. But the way that, it was really funny too. Very comedic. Um, Marga Ah, oh, she's global. Of course she is. I think she just asked me the other day something about if she was required to wear a tank top in Iceland. So Good for you, Martha. Wherever you go, you need to tell those races that you need your own private announcers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Rudy, what always makes you cry? Any any um any animal movie or anything with an animal that's uh I, of course if they're you know if they're hurt or you know, they die or anything like that. I'm just a mess. I don't even, you know, yeah. Animal moves, sad animal movies. I think old yeller way back, way back. Oh, I think I, uh, I think I was lost for, for weeks. My parents said I was really affected. Very sweet. You're kind of sappy. So I thought I wasn't sure where you were going to go. Yeah. I'm sappy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and then this is our last question. I'll let you All right. Know. All right. We're going to end on a high note. What always makes you laugh? 
always makes me laugh. Oh. Oh, I, I'm drawing a blank. You make me laugh, but that's a good answer. I know. <laughs> yeah, and old, uh, and when I can watch them, old um, comedic Evan Costello, The Three Stooges, Laurel and Hardy, stuff like that always makes me laugh. Yeah, we there's a lot more. Here. As soon as we're done with this, I'll I'll have the wish I could have said this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were uh, obnoxious with that at the Buffalo Marathon, Niagara Falls. Slowly, <laughs> I. <laughs> well, at least we have the same Dorothy Prince of Uh You know, Buffalo was wonderful. Uh, being at the falls was incredible. That was just amazing. I'm glad you uh, you pushed that on the agenda. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, was, I'm our cruise director, right? I'm a tech guy. Yes, you are. Activity director. Yes, you are. And the maid of the mist down below. That we get, Next time I want to do that. I hear you get really wet. Well, I tried to get us to do that last time, Mr. Novotny. I just said, I didn't say you didn't. I just said, next time I'd like to do that. Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. All right, we're not going to bicker on the fitness chef. No. No, oh, oh, this is an important question. So in Buffalo, I'm the Grand Poobah. And then what happens at Gasparilla? Gasparilla. I don't know. You'll figure something out. I mean, um, I don't know. You'll probably make me walk the plank. I'll be the yeah. junior pirate. Okay. <laughs> you like me. We're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Absolutely. We got, we have a little time, but time flies. And, uh, Oh, that's just going to be a great party. It's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Me as well. And Lori, we love taking care of Peter in Buffalo. What a sweet guy. He's so fun. And I love his accent. I can listen to Peter talk all day. Yeah, I think he ran the 5K, right? Didn't he do the sure. 5K? Yeah. And, and Lori would have come too, but she was committed to, and I think, uh, an eight-miler, part of, an, of a running series she does. And she's committed to lots of running series. So we missed you. Lori. <laughs> I was, was going to say, she's running all the time everywhere i think she's on her nine thousandth half marathon but <laughs> something like that <laughs> all right mister i am going to let you go thank okay. you so much for coming back on the show i'm, I'm thrilled that you're going to be a guest gorilla with me it's going to make it extra special oh. i know all our friends are going to come out because you're there always fun and uh yeah if you're listening and haven't signed up yet you better do it sooner than later because that is going to sell out hey eh, fitz that's right. Absolutely. That's run Gasparilla, the discount codes. I've included them in all the comment sections, but it's Fitness 1 and Fitness 2. And just try them both. Fitness 2 will take $10 off. If it doesn't work, use Fitness 1 and uh, it will take $5 off your registration. And we're going to plan something fun to get together with our friends while we're there. To be determined. I love your hair. Your hair looks great. Very yeah. nice. And no, it's growing out. Look at that. Girl hair. I know. Aww. <laughs> Braided all the time. I know. It's still a mullet, but whatever. Talk to you again soon. All right. Bye, Nudie. Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. All right, folks. Everyone's got to dance on the way out. That's how we do it. We'll see you soon.